Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% It's time for the Youth Sports Show with the Fans High School Insider, Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking youth bowling today. Let me run down the show at 9.30. Uh, we've got uh, Mariah Gonzalez. She's the Associate Communications Manager uh, at Kroger and Pick and Save Stores Week 2 that they're doing Stuff the Squad, and I'm really involved with it, and, and I love the program. I've asked her to come in at 9.30 for a couple of minutes, talk a little bit about this program and uh, how you can help your community. Protecting our community against crime and hunger is Stuff the Squad, and we'll talk to Mariah about that around 9.30. Throughout the show today, we're talking youth bowling, and I went up to, to Bolero and, uh, and hung out a little bit with Sue Nordstrom and Seth Westfall, and uh, Steve Brown, who's a really good friend of mine, and, and he's the guy, Colonel Electric. And it's funny because he's walking in after the Nary Home Improvement show, and he's been on that show enough. And him and Bingo are talking business. And, uh, boy, you got, it's good to see you. Steve, how you been? All right. How are you, Mike? Good, Sue. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for inviting me. Seth, it's nice to meet, nice to meet you again. I met you the other night, and uh, we had a good conversation. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. It's nice to see you again. Thank you. So Bolero um, in Wauwatosa, you can go to Bolero.com is their website, located at 117th West Burleigh. And we want to talk about the development of, of youth bowling in a little bit. And you guys are, are certainly may, way well-versed compared to I am. I mean, I know bowling. I know a little bit about it. Doing some research this morning, bowling numbers are actually kind of going up again, which is kind of cool. And Sue, you and I talked about this the other night when I was at Bolero. And he said, look, we we had to adjust. We have to adjust a little bit. Sometimes the, the league, the seasons are so long. Right. And we, we have to do a good job of adjusting to people's lifestyles now to make sure they to get them back into bowling. Yep. People are so busy right now with their families and things. So we found that shortening seasons, um, making it just easier for people with busy schedules, um, accommodating their schedules so that they can, you know, bowl with their kids, um, either socially, um, recreationally, or even within in leagues. How long have you been at Bolero? I've been at Bolero for 34 years. Man, so you've seen it all. <laughs> I have. <laughs> you know, the changes, we're going to specifically talk a lot about youth bowling today, but with having you here, it kind of opens up, you know, to a lot of different categories for me. The, the adult bowling... It, it's changed so much over the years where you, it's more of an event now, right? There's a lot Absolutely. of things for people to do yep. when they're at the bowling alley compared to back in the day, whereas you would you would go with your team, bowl your three games, get and get right. out of there. Now you're encouraging. There's enough things 
at that facility for people to stick around after to get there early to bring their families. Right. It's much more of an entertainment um, center. Um, there's arcade play. There's um, you know just a ton of valuable things for families and things to come out and do. You guys, the food there, can yep. eat there. Absolutely. There, you want to go eat, watch. <laughs> you want to go watch a baseball game. You can yep. go there. Yep. Right. We have our projection units. Um, we're newly remodeled and branded. Um, January of 2018 um, projection units. Fabulous. Like you said, you can watch the games right right in front of you. Hey Seth, when 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 I was there, and, and this is something you and your husband are very involved in youth bowling, correct? We are. Yes, we have. Um, we have now had four kids that have all come through um, youth bowling. Were you a bowler? Um, I started bowling as an adult. My husband actually got me into bowling. Okay. Um, I was more of a recreational bowler previous, um, and you could totally tell I had all kinds of wonky hops, and I was a goofy looking bowler. Let me tell you. Um, but then I met Steven, and he got me into bowling, and he taught me how to fix my approach and how to throw a hook and all that kind of stuff. And so I've been pretty much bowling ever since. How much more did you enjoy the game once you learned how to do it? Oh, my gosh. It's um, it's fantastic when you can actually throw a ball and anticipate where it's going to go and see all of those pins knocked down. It's so much more exciting than, you know, gutter on the right side, gutter on the left side, gutter on the right side. Yeah, you don't want and, and if you're an adult, you don't want to have those bumpers up. You know, no. that, that's a little embarrassing. Yeah, no. I did that once yeah. and I, that didn't work that out. That was the so. last time you bowled, right, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're not bowling right now, right? You're hurt. You're injured. So, yeah, I can talk smack. Right now, I could, <laughs> unless you'd go lefty, then I'd probably lose. I, how, Steve, how long have you been involved in bowling? I think I started competitively bowling about three years ago. And and prior to that, were you in leagues and stuff? Did you, Not at did, all. It when was, you were a kid, did you bowl? Not at all. I was just like a goofy midnight bowler. Just yeah. go have fun with some friends and throw between the legs, behind the back. Just. You were a baseball, basketball, football guy. Yep. And and three years ago, and now your son is really involved. You've gotten your son really involved in it, correct? Yes. He's been bowling organized now, I want to say, two years and it's night and day from when he began. Has he beaten you yet? Is that it was a big deal. I can't let him beat me. <laughs> it's gonna happen. I'm oh, telling I'm sure you. It, I, watched, it will. I throw. I watched him throw a ball. I saw him last year, and I came again this year. It's a. Di- he's throwing a different ball. It is amazing. He has probably picked up forty pins on his average from a year and a half ago. Yeah, it's coming. We're gonna it, make him beat you, Steve. Yeah. That's right. I, I'm <laughs> it's telling only you, a matter look, of time. I look forward to that. You say that from somebody that sounds like experience. Oh yes. Oh yes, my 16-year-old beats me on a regular basis now. Hey, you're, you, is this the youngest with you right now? Yes, my youngest is sitting over there on the couch. What is his name? His name is Kai. You know, when I walked in the other night, uh, Stephen, your husband, was saying, to "Kai, sit down." And I thought he was talking to me. I said, "You talking to me?" He goes, "Hey, Mike, no, I'm talking to him. Sit down." <laughs> and Kai did not want to sit down at that point. No, Kai does not like to sit down for long periods of time. But yet, he he's sitting on the couch just nice because he's afraid that I'm gonna I'm gonna pull him up to one of these microphones and make him talk. And that's right. I think so. He has so. no no interest in doing that. Hey, if you want more information on Bolero. Um, go to bolero.com. Again, there's a, a lot of information. One of the things that I came across was this bowl every day with a pass. And it started on May 20th. So it just started a couple of weeks ago. And it goes through September 2nd. And here's the deal. It, you go to your preferred center. Bolero is one of them. Uh, your pass uh, pays for itself after three visits. You can come every day and bowl three three games. 
And so if it's too hot out or if it's raining out or you've got kids that like to bowl and you want to get them, you know, three games a day, you buy this pass. And, again, it pays for itself after three visits. And it gets you to get over to Bolero, you know, three, four times a week to get your kids uh, three games. And uh, if they like bowling, if you like having them bowl, this is a great opportunity. You can give the people at Bolero a call or, again, go to Bolero.com for more information. Um, Seth, let's talk a little bit about the youth development part of this. Sure. It's important when when you have kids that want to learn to bowl, right? Mm -hmm. Are you looking to teach these kids so that they can be competitive and and bowl in high school and and win a lot and go to tournaments? Are you looking to have these kids teach them a sport that they might play and, and might do for the rest of their life? So it's a little bit of both. We definitely have some kids um, who come to, so we run three seasons throughout the year. So during the winter seasons, we have a fall and a spring season that starts on Saturday mornings. And then during the summer, we have a Tuesday night adult junior league. And so we have kids through all three of those seasons. Some of them um, really want to come and they want to learn how to be the best bowlers that they can be so that they can get into high school and possibly go into college for a bowling scholarship. Um, And then we have other kids who really just want to come and they want to have a good time and they want to be with their friends and they want to um, just bowl the way that they bowl. And then we have some other kids who want to bowl and have a good time, but they also want to learn how to throw a hook like some of the professional bowlers that they see on TV. Do you get people asking now, because Steve, when I went to see you one time, you're you're a two-handed bowler now? Yes. Yes. so that's again something that's changed a lot too from changed. back in the day. I, nobody would yeah. ever do that. Nope. And right. is are there kids now wanting to learn how to do that? Yes, my son Kai is one of them. He um, throws two handed right now, um, and so we coach him around how to make that work for him with the ball that he has, where his feet need to be, where he needs to aim, and how to get that ball into the pocket. Harder to bowl that way, Steve, or do you find it easier? Because well, I'll tell you what. You, you get a lot of spin on that, and that yeah. thing, mm-hmm. you know, it, when it hits the pocket, it explodes that pocket. I will say that it, you do get quite a bit of revolutions on the ball, um, but there is a bigger room for error because there is so much rotation on the ball that when it moves, it moves. See, there's a difference between revolution and spin. That, that, that's the problem. You know, with the ball that I throw, it spins, and it doesn't it, – there's not the revolution, so when it hits the pocket – there's no explosion. Well, you got to get a ball, Mike. You can't use the house ball. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. I, 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 Join I the league, know. Mike, and we'll get <laughs> no, you a ball. Right. That's right. Hey, we better get to a break. I'm not. My wife right now, if she's listening, she's shaking her head. Don't you dare join the league. You're too busy right now. Hey, before we get to a break, so I found this on, on my website. I think this is kind of funny. Here are some signs that you might be a serious bowler. So, Steve, I'm going to ask you guys this. You bowl, you bowl more than three games a week. Yes. Mm-hmm. You sometimes practice in a pair of lanes instead of just one. You only want to practice on a pair of lanes instead of just one. <laughs> so now, all right, so far so good. At least one of the counter persons at your local bowling center knows your name and which lanes you prefer to bowl on. Yes. <laughs> you get annoyed when the person on the next lane bowls when you're already on the approach. It's not just the next lane. It's the next five for me. <laughs> Big lane courtesy. <laughs> okay, we got about six more to go. We're going to get to those on the other side of the break. So far, so good. Steve Brown is a serious bowler. You, I'll tell you what, when I said you get annoyed, 
Both girls pointed right at Steve Proud for that one. Not only one lane over, but the next five. He is a serious bowler. Guys, we're talking youth bowling, uh, mostly from Bolero here. But uh, kind of overall, because I want to talk about kind of the mission statement and the vision statement and core values of why they're so passionate about having um, young kids join bowling, learn the game, and, and it's not just learning where their feet are and, and how to throw a hook, but there's a lot more to it. There's 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 way more um, scholarship dollars than I ever thought available when it comes to bowling. And some of the friendships and some of the things that they learn uh, through this game will continue with that. Our guests this week, Sue Nordstrom and Seth Westfall, Steve Brown, all from Bolero. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. Not sure who picked that bumper music, but we'll uh, I'll change that up I, next time. I did. Big you Lebowski did? for the Bowlers. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that, guys? No. Okay. I was starting to nod off a little bit. <laughs> yeah. There you go. We're talking youth bowling with Sue Nordstrom, Seth Westfall, and Steve Brown from Bolero. Hey, so we, we got through half of these, and, and uh, we're going to talk a lot about youth bowling here in the, uh, this segment and next segment, but I wanted to get through these. Here are some signs that you're a serious bowler. Uh, you dislike the silly animations that uh, many automatic scoring systems show. I think it's a little bit stronger than dislike. There you go. At least once you've been <laughs> asked at a bowling center, if, or uh, you have asked at a bowling center if they could turn down the volume of the music. Now, that's the one I'm probably the opposite. I'm telling them to turn it up. Okay. There you go. You uh, don't stop bowling just because it's summer. In fact, uh, you like the fact that the bowling centers are less crowded. Yes. You don't let vacation get uh, keep you from the bowling alley. You can find one when you're on vacation. You can ask my wife and she will roll her eyes. <laughs> we, when we go on vacation, we're looking for the nearest house. You have had a dream or a nightmare, for that matter, that involves bowling. Not that I can remember. Yeah. I have. Have you? I have, yes. Yeah? Yeah. Before my first tournament. Oh, man. Serious bowler. Last one. You think a bowling ball makes a great gift. The only better <laughs> gift would be two bowling balls. That's about right. <laughs> well, guys, you know what? This is for, for you. There's no doubt. And the interesting part is the second page of that was, look, for, for bowling centers, why should you care about this? After all, uh, less than 5% of the more than 68 million who bowl are serious bowlers. So, you know, less than 5% are guys like you. But here's why serious bowlers are important to you. There's a number of things that serious bowlers bring to bowling centers that are really important because most of the people they hang out with are serious bowlers too. And if and if you can if you have a if you're as a bowling center can have them be comfortable and say, look, this is this is where I want to go. They walk in, you know their name. If they say, hey, look, these animations are ridiculous. The music is a little loud. Can you take the music down? You know, I just think it's important that we understand who our customers are and that they can help us, you know, bring more people in, especially to a sport like like bowling. So let's talk a little bit about the, the kind of the vision and mission statement. And I brought that I took this from the IBC Youth Development Strategic Plan that I, I read today. The vision is for all children to experience the fun of organized bowling. So so we're not talking about just parents that that bring their kid to bowl a couple of games and then get them out of there. They would really like kids to get involved in like the leagues that you have at Bolero 
and and think that's important not only for the 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 uh, camaraderie and the competitiveness, but the friendships that they that they uh, get from that. I I bowled as a as a junior bowler since I was eight. Okay, and the friendships that I made and just the skills that I learned, incredible. I mean, did, did were your parents bowlers? Uh, my dad was a bowler. Okay. We went to a little two-lane house, uh, Hefner's out in Brookfield, um, every Sunday and bowled together, my dad and I. So that brings, you know, all these memories back. Right. Obviously, that two-lane that two lane house isn't yeah. around anymore. Right. Nope, it is not. <laughs> um, but, but, boy, good for him. You know, that as, as an eight-year-old, that was the thing, that's the thing that you did. My son and I, it was basketball. That's what we did. You know what? We'd get to the Y. We'd get shots up and do all of that. Steve, I know with your son, it's bowling right now. There's He's got a lot of interest, though. He's a young kid. Yes, it's the acting. It's basketball. It's bowling. Yeah. And bowling, at first, I kind of had to drag him along because you're going to like this because I like it. But um, he, the <laughs> friends that he's made, um, and because Bolero, the people that come there, it is kind of a community thing. So we see them in the stores and there's a friends he wouldn't have. I wouldn't have Seth and Steven as a friend if it wasn't for bowling. So. Right. Um, can they, can if if they don't have four or five, six kids, if it's just my son, if like Steve did, can they come and join the league as a single? Absolutely. Yeah. We encourage them all the time to come Absolutely. in and they'll meet people. We place them with people similar abilities, um, just so that they're comfortable. Yeah. What, what what can I ask? What what do you have going on right now? Is there is there anything? If parents like summer's just starting, can they still join? Is there do you have a league going on in the summer they can get involved in? We have an adult junior league that happens on Tuesday nights right now. So we are in the third week, I think. I think it's fifth week. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, that's we're right. Pretty far. See, time flies when yeah. you're having fun. <laughs> right? So adult junior. So it's yeah. it's a father, it's, the daughter, it, uh, mother, yeah, son. Yeah, it can be any adult and any junior. So um, we have some aunts and uncles that are bowling with kids. We have some friends that are bowling with kids. Grandparents. Yep, we have a grandmother with yep. her grandson um, this summer. So any adult, any junior. How long does that league go? Fourteen weeks. Yeah. So, so middle of August, they're done. Yep. So it's too late to join for this one. We would still take them. You yeah. would. So <laughs> if, if somebody wanted... still wanted to bring in a team, we've had teams joining Absolutely. all the way up until last week. So, so if I wanted to join to bring my grandson Keegan, who's a nine-year-old, you bring who's him never, but probably never <laughs> bowled, and he'd maybe still beat me the way I bowl. But um, we could come down and and say, hey, let us in, and and uh, we're just here to have a little bit of fun. Yeah, is it compa- and you're involved with this one, Stephen? I, I, mm-hmm. At least you were last year. Are you still this year? I am still involved. When you stopped by yesterday, you happened to, or last Tuesday, past, uh, yeah. Tuesday, you happened to mention I was laboring a little bit, so right. I had my buddy fill in for me to bowl with Stephen. But um, is it your shoulder? Or? Yeah, it's the shoulder. Yeah, it's okay. I'll be back next week. Uh, is that competitive, <laughs> or are you you guys just there having fun? It is competitive. Uh, especially Steven, all of a sudden, before he just wanted to have fun. Now it's dad. I don't want to lose. Right. He was gonna have. Uh, I was gonna have my wife step in and fill in for me. <laughs> and Steven's like, Dad, I want to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's not listening, so that's okay. We're no, not she's getting, probably listening. We're not but getting him in trouble. She's a sweetheart, and she doesn't care. Yeah, she's. Is she a good bowler, or is she get involved? She doesn't really. Uh, getting involved with bowling. I mean, yeah. she's she's pretty busy. Kind of a father son thing. Yes, I, I like that. You know, kind of like your dad and and, and you and and, and and know that Kai's sitting over there yeah. now and he's you know, he's got a baseball game to go to. But right. 
So that brings up another question. Multi-sports, right? Yeah. Your, your kids all play a multi-sport? Are they all multi-sport athletes? Um, uh, They are, yes. So the two youngest boys bounce between baseball during the summer and bowling is the primary sport during the school year. Um, and then Kai over here also likes golf a lot. So okay. in the past few summers, he's bounced between be- um, baseball and golf. You guys so are busy. Are- Yes. Well, we have a rule in the house. The kids are only really allowed to do one sport at a time (laughs) just because we have so many kids and trying to get them to and from everywhere. As it is with both boys playing baseball during the summer, we always have to divide and conquer. Hey, how do you handle if if uh, like one of these the adult junior league, if there's a junior that's involved who's just really good? Did you and the parent says, look, he, he or she is getting really good. What's my next step? Do you guide them into different tournaments then? How do you do that? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Um, So my husband, um, Stephen Westfall, is uh, one of the greatest coaches I personally have ever had in bowling. He got me from, you know, I was bowling in the 80s (laughs) before he taught me how to bowl. And now I'm in the the 180s. Really? Yeah. My average right now, I think, is 186, um, which is the highest I've ever averaged personally. What me? So he's um, he is an, he's a phenomenal coach with a ton of knowledge about bowling and bowling balls, um, and he's always looking to gain more knowledge to bring it to the kids. So we've got a couple of kids that bowl in the youth league that he really focuses on getting them to that next level. So we have a kid who was bowling um, in our fall and spring leagues who was average he was real close to averaging in the 200s how old mm. young 18 okay. 18 yeah. yeah yeah so then you guys recommend like a local tournament or a regional tournament or yes. a statewide kind of tournament i don't know exactly what it is but what's the pepsi yeah so every kid has a chance to uh, qualify during the school year for a pepsi tournament and they go through that tournament and they have an opportunity to win scholarship money through pepsi um, and then we have another colleague, Chris, who really is knowledgeable about all of the youth tournaments, and he coordinates a lot of those tournaments in the state of Wisconsin. Um, and so when we have kids who are looking to bowl in tournaments, we connect with Chris, and we find out all of the information about upcoming upcoming tournaments, and we get that information to the parents. And actually, last week, uh, Tuesday, or this past Tuesday, Chris was there looking, mm-hmm. watching the kids bowl and seeing who he could recruit for some of these tournaments that he puts together, because I think he runs them. He runs the Junior Gold Program, Okay. and he recruits for tournaments, but he also has uh, Junior Gold um, Bowling League um, on Tuesdays in the fall and in the spring. And that's where he gets his bowlers, you know, recruited for these tournaments. Doing doing research for the show, and and Steve, I know last time I had you and Steven in, um, we talked a little bit about the the scholarships that are offered to to high school kids um, as they're going on to college, because there's a lot of college bowling programs, and there's a lot of scholarship money that's out there that I don't think very few people understand that there, there is dollars. You know, basketball players are always like, "Hey, I want to go D one." I want football players, same thing. Bowlers, there is a lot of money sitting there. A lot of money yes. that's unused, yes. untapped into. Yeah, so. because and because people might not know about it. I, I was shocked at some of the companies that I read this morning that are willing to put money up and how they're doing it um, to get kids that are interested, kids that are competitive and want to be 
really good bowlers. And to bowl at the next level, mm-hmm. which I again for 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 me growing up, it was hey, let's go and uh, and 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 get together and you know go bowl a game or two. And then it was okay. We'll get. I'll get in a league. I got into a league because the four other guys that were a team needed a really bad bowler in order order to get into the league, and so they called me. Oh, so you dropped their handicap? Dropped their handicap <laughs> exactly. You were their low ringer. Yeah, and you know I didn't know anything about beer frames and all that back then. So that thing cost me a whole bunch of money when I didn't have any money. But it was it was fun. But I was the guy that you know I think I bowled second in the lineup or third. I can't remember, but it was. Because I was the, the the really bad bowler, but it was a lot of fun. What I didn't know is all the other stuff that goes on mm-hmm. through all this, and it really, really, I, I think it's really important. So if uh, if somebody just wants to do a birthday party stuff like that, you have all that involved for with for kids, correct? We do. We have a salesperson, event salesperson, Amber Ellis. Um, you can call her at Bolero, um, book birthday parties. We have church outings. I mean, just a ton of you know, events that people can come in for. Current Electric has hosted two parties at Bolero hey, in the really? last 18 months. Current Electric, that's where you work. Yeah, that's maybe. My, <laughs> it's my favorite, man. If you, I'm telling you, anything that you need uh, at home, and this isn't the Nary Home Improvement Show, but I can't recommend Current Electric more. Steve Brown and the guys over there uh, do a phenomenal job. Hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, uh, we're going to continue to talk youth bowling, but at the beginning of the segment, I'm going to have Mariah Gonzalez. She's the Associate Communications Manager for the Pick and Save Stores here in this area. Got a great event going on today starting at 11 o'clock called Stuff the Squad. We had it last weekend. We're we're doing it two weekends, and this is the second weekend now. And uh, protecting our community against crime and hunger, uh, certainly another thing that Pick and Save does. And this Stuff the Squad, I've been involved with this for five years now, since day one that uh, Emily put it together and, and really proud of the work that they do. And we'll talk to Mariah for a couple of minutes on the other side. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern and I'm now joined by Mariah Gonzalez. She is the Associate Communication Manager at your local pick-and-save stores. And if you listen to any of my stuff, you know how I feel about our local pick-and-save stores. Big fan. I think they uh, give back to the community better than than anybody. Um, high school stuff, we do our pick-and-save student-athlete of the week. Today at the McGuanago store, we've got a Johnsonville Broadstop going on, raising money for a it is um, a daycare out in McGuanago. So if you're in the McGuanago area between 11 and 1, stop there. And also today from 11 to 1, the second weekend of Stuff the Squad. And Mariah, you've been a big part of this whole thing. So first of all, it's nice to meet you. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, I really appreciate your willingness to come in studio. I, I was at the beginning of the Stuff the Squad with Emily, and I'm so proud of the work that you guys do. Let me explain how this works. You walk into the Milwaukee area pick and save stores today. That's correct. And there, you can go in and you can buy food. But there are prepackaged bags, a $5 bag and a $10 bag. And you can take those to the cash register, pay for it, and then you go out and put it in a squat car that's out there. And that, that food is going to be donated to a local food pantry, correct? Yes. The stores have chosen a local food pantry in their area to donate the food to. What a great idea. And, and look, in today's world, if you're bringing your kids to pick and save, 
get them comfortable. We don't want them getting comfortable getting back in the back of a squad car. We don't want that. But we want them comfortable giving back to the community, saying hello to the police officers that are there. And what we're going to be able to, to change people's lives with programs like this and to be able to give food to the, to the pantry that normally what they'll do is, is pick a food pantry right within their neighborhood so they're giving back to people in the neighborhood. Yes, and it's a great way for, you know, the local PD pick and save our shoppers to be a part of a local community effort and giving back to families who are in need of food and right there in their communities. Boy, this program has gotten big. You know, with that first year that we did it, it, it I, I think it went okay for year one. But when I was out at the Oak Creek store uh, last Saturday, in the middle of this, it this thing has gotten pretty big. And, and, and I think that pick and save shoppers now understand what we're doing, what we're trying to accomplish, and they've really gotten involved. Yes, they definitely have. And this event has gone on for a few years now, so our associates are familiar with it and our shoppers are familiar with it. If people want to know what stores are participating today, um, where can they go? They can go to pickandsave.com slash stuffthesquad, and on there is all the event information and the participating Milwaukee area store locations. Why did we we extend it into two weeks because of the, the demand? Well, our stores and the PDs can pick which days they can do it. So the majority of our stores statewide did it on June 1st, yep. but the Milwaukee area PD and the stores that they're partnering with chose to do it today, June 8th. Yeah, I, I like the idea, and I think I'm going to recommend to Emily in the future that we do two weekends because for people that might have been out of town last weekend that wanted to get involved in Stuff the Squad, now they've got a second chance to get back and, and Or if they, they did get involved last week, maybe they want to get involved again this week. And again, protecting our community against crime and hunger is the slogan for Stuff the Squad. And you can go to the Pick and Save web, website, hashtag Stuff the Squad, to get information on what stores you can do, you can go in and, and donate some food to. Starts at 11 o'clock today? Yeah, 11 to 2. What Are you going to a store today? Yep, I'll be going to quite a few stores today. Yeah, you'll be yep. running around, right? I will. Well, if you need anything, let me know. Um, I really appreciate your willingness to come in today. How long have you been at Pick and Save, by the way? I've been at Pick and Save for about a year and a half. Yeah, you like it? Yes, I it's, love it. It's a really good company. It is a great company. Um, they really care about the community and helping out our yeah. neighbors. Yeah, Emily and Jed are two of my favorite people. Yes. Do you know why? Because they get it. They understand this kind of stuff. They do. And... When I get a chance to go into a store each week with our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week, the, the, the store directors really understand the importance of this and us mm-hmm. highlighting and promoting celebrating true student athletes. And it just makes such a difference in these kids' lives. Yeah, thank you for what you do. Oh, of course. And thank you for having us on the show today to talk about Stuff the Squad. We are so pleased to be a partner with you on, on this. Again, Stuff the Squad, the City of Milwaukee stores today, starting at 11 o'clock? 11. 11 to mm-hmm. 2. Yes. 11 to 2. You go in, there's a $5 pre bag, there's a $10 one. Pick up the $10 one if you can, because you're certainly going to help, again, more people in our community and drop it off. To go to the squad. You can hand it to the police officer. You can go into the squad yourself and drop it off. Mm-hmm. And uh, and again, they're going to then deliver that food to a local uh, food pantry. Mariah, thank you. Yeah, really interesting story. Mariah got married a uh, when in in August. In August, she yes. got married. So she's still a newlywed, and her maiden last name was Gonzalez. 
And what's your married last name? Gonzalez. Didn't have to change a thing. No, I did not. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. I've nice heard nothing but really good things about you, by the way. Keep up the good work. We will. Thank yeah, you. Thank you very much. Let's get back to talking youth bowling if we can. Steve Brown. So we had talked about the... Um, Mariah, I'm going to have you come off if we can. Um, we talked about the the people at Bolero in the pro shop. Yes. And during the break, you were talking about how strong they are and, and, and really well-versed in the game and how they can help. If you want to become a much better bowler, these are guys that can help you. Yeah, if you're not fortunate enough to sign up for a league and work with Steve Westfall... Um, Mitch and Tori and Bowler Smart inside of Bolero are amazing. They are uh, true pros, and they know how to work with different bowling styles, different types. Um, they've helped me immensely along with Coach Steve and my son as well. So they are just two really good guys, and the pro shop is state-of-the-art. Hey, go ahead. And one of the things that's become very popular at Bolero um, in the different centers around the state and country are our merchandise leagues where you can join a league and you have an option to purchase a bowling ball or a bag or shoes along with it. Yeah. And that's how a lot of our bowlers get started. All of a sudden they're like, wow, we get our own ball, our own bag. I ran a, a league in February, our Brunswick Twist Ball Club, and they every bowler got shoes, a bag, and a ball for an extra $5 a week. Really? Yes. So and, what's nice about that is then they feel like they have some ownership right. in this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't have to go searching for a ball each time they go. Right. That's a frustrating thing right. to do. Um, you agree with that? I do. And um, that is one of the benefits for this adult junior league that goes on during the summer. Um, part of their, part of our weekly bowling fees, um, which is only $10 a week per bowler, goes towards the purchase of either um, a bowling ball or a bag or a pair of shoes at the end of the season. Boy, that's awesome. So I see uh, somebody got off the couch. Yeah, we have, I think, someone who might be a little interested in answering a question about youth bowling. Good. If you could move the microphone over to Kai. Kai, how old are you? I'm 10 years old. And how long have you been bowling? I've been bowling for... A couple years? A couple years. Do you, so, did you know when you started bowling? Because your bro, your is it your brothers? Do you have a sister? Or is it all boys? Um, it's really everybody in our family that bowls. So your older siblings, you knew you would go and watch them bowl. Did you know when you were watching them that that was something you wanted to do? Yeah, when I wait, when I was first looking at them when I was about two, it was it was like my mind like had a new idea of what to do and and you wanted to bowl do you like bowling more than baseball or do you like baseball more or is it the tie i still like baseball more but i still enjoy bowling do you know it's it it's such an advantage for a young man who's 10 who's gonna and and be well coached and understand how to bowl um, compared to now, you know, he's going to be invited to a birthday party two years from now at a bowling alley, and kids are going to be like, where's the bumpers? And he's going to go out there and, and, and know how to do all this stuff. Kai, where do you go to school? I go to school at Jefferson Elementary uh, out in Wauwatosa. Yeah, good student? Yeah, I'm a yeah. good student. Good. Teachers like you? Yeah, teachers like me, even though sometimes I do make yeah. mistakes. Kai, you know what? I'm, I'm a grandfather of four. And I still make mistakes every day. Ask my wife. She will definitely tell you. <laughs> Guys, let's get to a – in fact, Steve Brown can tell you. You know what? Before we get to a break, Mr. Brown, you I saw you watching Mariah from Pick and Save talk about 
this this idea of just totally giving back to the community. And I know Kern Electric. I know the heart of the people at Kern Electric, and that's right up your alley. Absolutely. We do have a current CARES campaign. We've yep. been doing a lot of work with uh, a high school called Kingdom Prep. A good friend of mine started a school. We've been doing a ton of work for them and just taking care of people in the community. And I saw you looking at her. And I, I'm telling you, the first thing going through your mind was how could Kern Electric get involved with Stuff the Squad? Whole different animal, probably not going to be able to, but that's the kind of stuff that you guys do. And I was so impressed with um, Mariah Gonzalez that, that you know, young gal really gets this, this idea. Again, Stuff the Squad going on today, 11 o'clock to 2 o'clock at the Pick and Save stores in Milwaukee. $5 bag, $10 bag of groceries. You're going to put them in the back of a squad car. They're going to take them to a, a food pantry, normally within a mile of that store, because they're going to keep the food in the neighborhood. And it just has been a wonderful program for us to uh, partner up with our local pick-and-save stores on. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGill, we're talking youth bowling with Sue Nordstrom, Seth Westfall, and Steve Brown from Bolero. Again, Bolero.com. Bolero.com. They're at 117th and Burleigh. This is the Bolero Wauwatosa location. And remember about the, the pass we talked about. Yeah, You can ask them about this. You can buy a, a summer pass, and you get to go in every day and bowl three games with your kids. So ask about that deal, and if it's too hot or if you want your kids to bowl every day, they get three games in between now and September 2nd. It's a really, really good deal. Guys, when, when you're talking to a parent, and, and Seth, I'm going to start with you. You know, other than the personal side, because you, the love that you have, what do you talk to them about? If they come and say, look, I'm thinking about getting I've got two kids. I might want to get them into bowling. Um, what, what's kind of the elevator pitch that you have? So um, I start with the fact that all four of my kids have come up through bowling. Kai and uh, both, they've all been in the bowling alley since like, you know, six days old because <laughs> uh, Steven and I bowl. And so my elevator pitch is, um, you know, it's a great organized sport in which they build new friendships. They um, meet people that they may not have ever met before outside of the bowling alley. And it's a great way to just put in some energy, learn something new, and um, work on some of that sportsmanship. Any of your kids bowl in tournaments? Oh, yes. So uh, are they bowling on an individual basis or team basis or both? A little bit of both. Just depends on the tournament. So Pepsi is an individual tournament. So you qualify based on your league scores every year. And then you go to the Pepsi tournament, and it's a handicap tournament, and they are bowling pretty much against everybody else that – um, qualified per, for Pepsi. How nervous in the beginning, um, the first couple tournaments for for your kids? You know, I don't think they I don't think they really experienced the nerves because they have they're so comfortable in bowling alleys. So yeah. they just come with their bowling balls and they see a bunch of other kids that are bowling and they bowl and whatever happens happens. Steve, you've bowled in some tournaments, uh, yep. statewide tournaments. Mm-hmm. Isn't it hard not to look at the guys in the alley next to you in two alleys and see? You know, you're, and there's so many other bowlers, but aren't you constantly looking to see how other people are doing, or you just go do your deal? Um, I've always been like up for the challenge with competitiveness, and I actually the the better someone else is doing, the better I tend to do. Um, 
I'm not one that usually cracks under pressure, but I have seen, like, I just got back from Vegas for the U.S. Open, and watching the guys at the sets before us and watching how bad some of their ball reactions were and things like that, it actually mentally messed me up, and I have performed pretty badly in Vegas. So don't. So the, the key to that story is don't watch, right? Do what you, do what you feel comfortable with. Do what yeah, you know is best. And I mean, there's going to be 15 other people telling you what to do and what to change, but sometimes you just got to stick with what you know. Is there things like national tournaments for? Mm-hmm. for yes, yes. Where, where, are the, where do they host those? Uh, sometimes in Reno and sometimes in Vegas. It, it kind of alternates between a couple of different places. Yeah. Just like our state tournaments, too, yeah. too, the bowl all over. Yeah, mm-hmm. have you guys at Bolero held state tournaments by you? Yes, and we, we host a huge collegiate tournament in October. Um, we get collegiate bowlers from all over the Midwest, it's a huge event. How many how many lanes do you guys have? 72. 72. Mm-hmm. Is it the biggest standing house left in Wisconsin? We're the largest in yes. Wisconsin, yes. yes. Wow. 72. Yeah. We actually, Mike, are hosting, for the first time, we are hosting the Midwest Championship Youth Tournament, uh, September 11th and 12th. Uh, first time event. They've run them in Michigan, Illinois. This is the first time in Wisconsin, and we are hosting it. Do you know how, how do kids get involved, or how do they? Um, they can go online. Um, there will be a website. Um, I'm not exactly sure what That's the website okay. is right now. But... Yeah, but And if they call you up, Larry, you'll oh, be able yeah, to absolutely. let them know. Or go yeah. on, on online and yep, get the I'm phone the number. I'm the one accepting applications. It's so. Bolero.com, B-O-L-W-B-O-W-L-E-R-O, Bolero.com. If you've been in this area at all, um, you've gone past Bolero because it's been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's been there for really 117th and West Burleigh. And if you're like me and you think that it's the old day of bowling, it's not. It's 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 different. There's eight zillion other things that that you can do there. If 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 your spouse or friend is bowling, you want to go watch the person for a little while, then you can go off and watch a game, go get something to eat, and come back. There's a lot of things that you can do. When you go over to Bolero, and and being the youth sports show, what we're really highlighting and promoting today is the whole youth involvement, the youth development of the game. Fifteen years ago, you heard that bowling was dying, mm-hmm. and now it's come back, and it's come back. I think because you guys have gotten really aggressive and 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 have looked at at our lifestyle and said, look, we can't have a league that's going to. And you might still have leagues that go. You we know, do, but not near as many as we used to. It seemed like it went like 26 weeks or something. Uh, longer. 30? Like 30, 32. Oh. See, that's, 32. That's, yeah, that's that's crazy. That's, that's a lot of commitment. kind of going 8 to 12 right now. <laughs> that's the way to do that. And there are leagues that go every other week instead of bowling every week as well, which I, is The, the last league that I was in, I was in a couples league that my wife convinced me to, to and we're, it was supposed to be on one week off two, and it was Sunday evenings at 6 o'clock. Right when like Sunday night football was about to kick off, and she'd be standing at the door with the ball, saying, "And I'd go, we just bowled last week, yeah, but we have to bowl again this week, and the following week, we just bowled the last two weeks, yeah, actually we're on three off one, something like that. Ooh, whoops, yeah, we survived that. We're we're still married, but that was a rough one. Have you bowled in a couples league with your husband? Yes, yeah? yes, we just bowled. Um, Every other Saturday last season, um, down at Blue Mound Bowl, there's a there's a um, it's a four person mixed league, so it was it was two couples. How did, everybody got along okay? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not you're not looking at him like you, I can't believe you just missed a five pin. No, no, not at all. Um, 
it was an unsanctioned league. So I am not super competitive like that. When I bowl, I bowl. I don't necessarily pay attention to the score. My husband is another story. He's He knows exactly how many pins need to fall every frame in order for us to win oh. by exactly number that number of pins. I don't pay attention. I go up there every time and I throw the best ball I can and whatever happens, happens. I'm probably not the guy that he'll ever call to, to join him in a <laughs> tournament or a league because I would kill him. Yeah. I would by about the third frame I'd say are you kidding me I I, I have to do what she yeah he, he's pretty good though about not putting the pressure on me he keeps it all internal how about with the kids does he does he watch them when they're in tournaments and stuff and does he keep to he himself does. or is he, your, he is keeps he to himself he know he keeps to himself a lot of the tournaments um you're actually not allowed to coach the kids during the tournament. Um, so he's pretty good when when he's watching the kids in a tournament. He keeps to himself, and he'll talk to them after the tournament, yeah. definitely, and say, you know, halfway through the second game, you were getting an over-under. What what should you have done differently? But, yeah. What I'll say he does really, really well, he'll, especially in, like, league and practice, he knows when to say something and when not to. And yeah. if a kid or even an adult in this, because he's helping coach the adults and the youth sure. in this adult youth league, and when someone just mentally just gets frustrated, he knows when to back off. And But he's always very inviting to it. When you know you're ready to, okay, like, I've tried something three times. Now it's time to ask for help. And then he can just jump in right in and tell you exactly what to do. The the, the first league I ever was in was on, um, it was Zelinsky Lanes on Fond du Lac and Burleigh. And it was downstairs. It was Brian Zelinsky's a friend of mine. And his, I don't remember the name of it. But that's who ran it, and the first the first game of the first league I ever bowled in, like the third frame, I I I, I had a five pin, and the guy that I was bowling against, the team I was bowling against, the guy walked past me. He goes, "Nobody ever misses a five pin." <laughs> There's somebody with that team name I in our it. league. Really, nobody misses the five pin. Trust me, I missed it by <laughs> three boards. Not even close. Not even close. And I was mad at this guy for like, why would you? And of course, that's why he did it. Yeah. You know, nobody ever misses a five pin. Well, I missed it by a mile. Yeah. One of the things we do as a coach is when we see a kid leave a spare like that, we ask them, "Where are you going to go? What are you going to do to try and pick this up? Try and catch that before they throw the ball and miss." A teachable moment. Yes. Te- teachable moment. You know yeah. what's interesting? I'm sure that you guys teach a lot where where your feet are. Because yes. I don't think people understand that's a big part of this game. Yes, it's where your mm-hmm. feet are going to be, which arrow you're going. Yes, you know you're you're used to trying to throw the third arrow, right? Mm-hmm. That's you got an idea. If I'm going to hit the third arrow, I got a chance to be in the pocket. Um, but depending on, you know, to, all and, about your feet. Yeah, the game of bowling. There are so many things. I try to explain this to the kids. There are so many things that have to go exactly perfect in order to hit that perfect strike. And if any one little thing is off by a millimeter, it changes where the ball goes and how the ball might react. Mm-hmm. So the one of the first things we coach is your feet, you have to line up your feet in the same spot every time because that's how you know where whether or not your ball is making it to the pocket and then you know how to adjust to pick up your spares. Right, so you adjust your feet for the spares, though. Yes. Yeah, because I'm not yes. going to put my foot on the third dot if I'm shooting at a, you know, no. if I've got a 10 pin. But you don't you know? know how many boards to move your feet if you don't know where to stand to hit the pocket right. for your Starting strike points. Yeah. Whew. Maybe yeah. next time we'll bring a couple of those. We'll bring Steven back and a couple of guys from the, the pro shop. 
and yeah. maybe they can get me. Maybe I can get to a 160 average. All you got to do is come out, Mike. We, yeah. got, we got a spot. You can come in every other week and, and help out. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I, I won't my lie wife, to you. My wife's like, come on now. Don't you commit to anything more. Hey, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate your son did great. Kai did great on the air. Um, Sue, thank you. It's good to see you again. Yep, nice to see you. Yeah. You know, Seth, thank you so much. And tell your husband thank you for the, the job that you guys do with youth bowling. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. You bet. Steve Brown's good to see you again. Yeah, you too. I'll see you next week. Absolutely. Don't forget about Current Electric. I will be there to take care of your issues. Any electrical (laughs) needs, like I have one, uh, Current Electric is where to go. Thank you guys so much. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.